Hi, welcome to another episode of Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. I am your host, Cam, and I'm so excited that you have decided to tune in and listen. If this is your very first episode, welcome. If you are part of the community here, welcome back. I am so excited to have each and every one of you continue to tune in and listen. This week, we are continuing the Single Dad series, and we are chatting with a dad who's in college, and it's co-parenting, so it's really interesting to me to talk to this young guy who has so much knowledge, you know, to be so young. Um, I think when I was his age, we were not able to communicate like this. So I'm super excited to let you guys listen in on this conversation. If you missed last week's conversation, definitely go back and check that. I got a chance to chat with T-Bark. He's half of the Absent Dad podcast. And we talked about his 50-50 co-parenting relationship. So definitely, again, go check that out. It was Some great gems dropped in that episode. Before we get into this episode, I just want you guys to know that I appreciate all the DMs that you send me to tell me that you enjoy the episode, but I need you guys to leave that information in Apple Podcasts if you're listening there. And then if you're listening on SoundCloud, be sure to comment if you find the episodes helpful. Also, feel free to share with a family member, friend, mom, friend, anyone who you think can benefit from these episodes. I greatly appreciate it. I also want to know if you guys would be interested in a live podcast. So I put together a survey and I announced it in the last episode. I announced the survey, not the idea. (laughs) So um, if you think you may be interested and it will be here in Houston, let me know via the survey. The link will be in the show notes. So I would greatly appreciate it. It doesn't even take five minutes of your time. So if you could please do that for me. There are also some other questions on there that will help me out as well. So again, thank you guys in advance and I appreciate each and every one of you. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, Willie. Welcome to Experiencing Motherhood Single and Black. How are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm well also. Thanks for asking. I'm so excited to have you on. So tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you as well for having me. Um, Again, my name is Willie, Willie Mitchell. Um, I'm a 22-year-old father. Uh, my son is six months old. He'll be seven months old on the eighth, uh, this next coming month. Um, it's it's amazing being a father. It, it's one of the best things in the world. Once you're able to experience, you know, making life yourself and seeing someone grow up that looks just like you and is essentially a part of you. Um, it's one of the most amazing things in the world. Now, wouldn't trade for anything in the world. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the same thing about motherhood. It's like having a little twin. Yes, of course. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Willie, tell me a little bit about how, you know, your um, 
situation went, I guess, because you are young. I was telling you that earlier and your son is, you said seven months, right? So kind of talk about like, um, if you and your son's mother were together at first and then you guys, um, you know, kind of broke up or like what really happened if you're okay with sharing that. Oh yes, that's fine. That's fine. Um, initially, Lana's mother and I were together. Um, I'll give my son's name, Lana. We were together um, oh, for about two years. Um, we were together about two years. Um, things were fine. Things were great. Um, just up until after he was born, some some things started to go on between us, and we decided to separate mutually. Um, we thought it would be the best thing for him, uh, for ourselves, and not to have him around. You want us? We want to be like. Uh, be in an area where we can both co-parent and be the best parents we can for him as possible. It wasn't like there was anything really, really wrong going on. We just two young parents didn't know what we were doing at the time, still trying to find out who ourselves were, um, and that was one of the biggest things that led to the separation between us two. Okay, uh, we are still in contact though. Okay. Yeah, we're still in contact now. Um, still co-parenting, being the best parents we can. Okay, that's awesome. So um, for me, I actually got pregnant with my daughter in college as well, so I kind of know what that's like. So at this point, do you kind of feel like you guys might be able to work things out and get back together, or do you feel like it's pretty much done with from here? Um, I believe there is a possibility we'll be able to get back together. Um, again, we were still trying to find ourselves at the time. She was young, I was young. We didn't know really what we were looking for. Um, when we had Landon, there was a lot of things going on in most of our lives, and we didn't really have enough enough time to really understand how to become a parent. You know, of course, being a parent isn't you know an overnight thing. It's a it's a lifetime of learning how to become a parent. Right. Every single day you learn something new about yourself. Every day you learn something new about your child. But eventually, I, I was I pray and hope that we do we do end up together, um, raising him together. Uh, when when I was born, I was I just graduated uh, from secular college, uh, which is a small college out in Waukegan, Illinois. Um, I just um, graduated with my uh, degree as a medical assistant. Um, and then there right afterwards, he was born. Um, just after uh, I graduated uh, from college, I think for college, just, uh, right, just right before Landon had, was just born. And it was just an amazing feeling to seeing, seeing our child birth into the world and seeing what, what a miracle God can bring us. Right. So tell me a little bit about your co-parenting relationship, because you said you guys kind of live in the same area. So you know, when I hear a single dad, I'm thinking like, oh, you're doing this by yourself, you know, because a lot of the times um, it's the same for single moms, right? But there's always a different type mm-hmm. of single moms and single dads. Sometimes there's co-parenting and sometimes there there isn't. So kind of talk about that relationship a little bit. So do you have him like half the week and his mom has him the other half of the week? Do you guys kind of do activities together since you're co-parenting? Okay, yeah. Um, usually she has them for, for four days out of the week, and I'll have them three days out of the week. So we'll, we'll spend the weeks half and half. Um, we do uh, a lot of activities together. We may go out to lunch um, every here and here and again and bring men along with us. May like take a walk on the beach. 
um, just two things as a, um, as if we were a family, because we, we want Landon to grow up knowing both of his parents and knowing both of our, both of his parents um, getting along together. I would never, I've seen so many times where um, parents that were separated, um, they were always arguing and having um, kind of like arguments and fights in front of their child, and never once that's happened for Landon. So, one thing we always uh, agreed on is make sure we we'll always be cordial with him. Um, so we'll go out, we'll have family outings. Uh, she'll come to my parents' house with me and Landon, and we'll have Fourth of July together, or we'll, you know, just celebrate celebrate little occasions together. Um, the times that she does have them is mainly throughout the week where I'm working. Um, and then when I will have them, she would bring them over and we'd enjoy ourselves a little bit. And then I'd have them for about three days. Um, and and we, we make it work that way. Okay, that's really interesting. So what do you think about, like, if you guys didn't work out and you were to, I guess, date someone else, do you think that that would be an issue? Um, you know, the co-parenting relationship that you guys have right now because it's so close-knit, you know? Like, she'll come over or you'll mm-hmm. go over there. Um, do you think that that would kind of change a little bit? Or are you not really considering that at this point? If we were um, so to start seeing other people, I would hopefully we would have a, a conversation about that beforehand. want to make sure that each other will be okay with it. Um, again, if I were to start a relationship with someone else, there'll be another woman coming into the, into the, into the family, into the mix. Um, and I want to make sure, I would want to make sure that Landon's mother will be okay with that, will be comfortable with that. Um, at the moment, I am not looking into dating other people. Um, we're just um, trying to see how things go with this raising him co-parent, co-parent um, I don't really give it any much thought um, as I'm still in the middle of my career, going back to school. I have a lot of my place to think about um, introducing another uh, relationship into a into the into our lives. Okay, that makes total sense. It's just very interesting to see because, like I said, um, you know, you guys have this very close knit parenting relationship, and I know um, there are some co-parents who actually are seeing other people and they still co-parent. Mm-hmm. So I just wondered if you had experienced that. But again, I know you know your son is still pretty young, so. How about the support system? Both of you guys' family uh, live near, or are you guys, like, kind of far apart from your families? Our families are not too far apart. My family, um, my the main part of my family is is located in Chicago, um, and other part of my family, George Round Lake. So either way, it's about 30 to 45 minutes um, away, and then her family is about the same distance. Um, Our families are, did grow a tight bond because, um, of our child landing, but our families are, are pretty close. They're not they're not far in distance at all. Um, so if we ever needed anything from our family, um, we'd always be able to reach out and ask for a little bit of assistance, a little bit of help. My parents um, they raised myself and my two sisters, and her parents raised herself and, and her two sisters. So they have a little bit of knowledge about raising a child. And uh, if we ever need any help, any guidance, or any assistance along the way, uh, they'd be more than happy to assist us. Uh, throughout that process. Okay, that's really good. So do you feel like, you know, having a kid and then um, you guys not working out like you expected kind of like 
I don't know, made you feel a certain type of way, especially like trying to go to school and all of that, um, finish up and just, you know, get started with your career. Like, how did that make you feel like emotionally? It was hard at first. I'm not going to lie. It was hard at first. You know, it came to a point where I was seeing my son every single day. So I'm starting to see him uh, three to four times out the week. Um, it took a toll on me at first, but then I realized that we're doing it for the bettering of ourselves. You know, I look at that as a better side of things. I don't want to look at things as a glass half empty. I want to look at it half full. Mm-hmm. But Landon knows that regardless of the situation, um, I can still build myself and better the lives for myself as well as for Landon. Again, it was a little bit difficult because, again, each morning you would, you would imagine waking up to your child every day. Like, I, I, I love, I miss it. England every single morning. I see his bright face when he wakes up in the morning and gives him a hug and let him say goo goo gaga and drooling everywhere, just talking with him, having baby talk and feeding him in the mornings and things like that. Um, and as it as it progressed to the point where we started co-parent, Lena wasn't here every day. So it took a it took a toll on me emotionally. Um, I was kind of angry. I would like to say angry and sad at the same as that time, but the same, but in the in the same token, I'm able to understand that this is going to be better off for ourselves and uh, for myself to build a better life for Landon as well. Um, going into my career, I'm going into nursing, um, so I can now also establish a platform for myself, so Landon can know regardless of what the situation is, no matter what the struggle may be. You can always still overcome. Um, as there'll be many obstacles that will come into anyone's life, whether it be with a child or without a child, just let them just for someone to understand that regardless of the obstacle, you can still make it through. Yes, for sure. So what do you I believe, Willie, that has been like the biggest challenge for you um, in this transition? Like you said, you know, um seeing him being born and then, you know, seeing him every day to you know, going to see him, you know, well, having him like three days a week versus like being there all the time. I think the biggest challenge is physically not being able to hold him every day. There's, there's a certain kind of bond that you you have with your child. When when, when your child is just first born, you hold him in your arms that, that first time a bond is, is immediately made between you two. And every time you hold, every time I hold land and it's like, I feel the connection between us just is automatically there, you know, and when I'm not able to see him every single day and I'm able to hold him every day, and unable to just talk to him, give him, just, just, to, just to see him every single day, that, that is the hardest part. But I think also at the same time, that another portion of it that is kind of hard is just knowing he's near. You know, you may not have to see him every day, but just knowing he's near you and you're, in your in in your vicinity, knowing that you just get to him whenever you want to, just to say, "Hey, Landon, it's Daddy," you know, uh, that's one of the one of the hardest parts about it. Um, I do wish I would be able to hold him and kiss him and talk to him and play with him every single day as we used to. But maybe one day that that'll, that'll be possible. Um, one day that'll happen again. But that's that, that's what I would say is the the hardest part, and not being able to see him every day and holding him every day. Okay, and how was that for you, like, having him by yourself at, you know, at sometimes during those 
three days a week because do you well do you live by yourself or do you still live with your parents I didn't ask that in the beginning yes I do live by myself and um sometimes it is hard having him just one on one with me and him because again being a father doesn't come overnight it, it's hard because every single day you're learning um you have to learn his cry you have to learn if he's crying because he's hungry or is he crying because he needs a bed for shame is he crying because he wants to be held and wants some affection is it is it is he crying you have to figure out the cries and, and, and me as a new father, it, it was kind of hard for me at first. I can say having Landon has has taught me a lot of patience. Taught me a lot of patience that which I did need. I, I slowed I had to slow down and try to understand myself as well as understanding him. There'll be days I'd I wake up at 12 o'clock in the morning and just to feed him and rock him back to sleep and we're up again three hours later. <laughs> Some wow. days black and some days he's some days he's down and he sleep for for hours at a time. But the hardest part I would say is just learning him and and also learning myself because just as an individual I know who I am, but as a father that's something different because you have to your mind my mind had to change my things that the way I walk the way I talk had to change. I wanted to not just look the part of the father, I could be the part of the father. I want to physically be there in his life as a father. So I have to figure out what it is to be a father. Um I had to figure out what how do I become a dad? How do I become because it's all again it's all new to me. Um but every single day I'm learning step by step, day by day and we've grown together um so much. But one of the hardest things, especially with going to school, is that if I have him here with me and I'm doing schoolwork. Um, is it going to end up with my schoolwork or do I have to, I have to put school aside and just to be there for Landon? Because again, Landon's always going to come first before anything. Um, but then again, I also have my school that has to be taken care of as well. So knowing the times that I'd be able to, you know, I have to schedule myself. Okay, Landon's going to be up at this time. He's going to feed at this time. He'll take the snaps at this time. That way I'll know how to go about doing my schoolwork and go doing other things I have to take care of throughout the day. But just learning myself. Again, I would say it's the hardest. Was uh, learning myself and learning him was was the most difficult part. But I do have my father in my life, who also is a role model to me that, that shows me how to become a father. Um, when I was younger, I would look up to him to see what he did when I was younger, and and some things that he had taught me, and things that he said, and things I remember him doing are things that I see myself doing now for Landon as well. Okay, so that's very interesting that you said that. So, you know, when you and Lena's mom did not work out, how did your dad take that? Was he like, okay, you know, kind of supportive of the decision? Or was he kind of like, you need to try to fix it? Like, how was that? Yes, at first, he, he his, his, my, his mindset was, yes, well, you have to fix this. You know, you don't want to have a child born between two different households. But it seems like Token, I had to sit down with him and say, you know what, Dad, at the at this time and place, we're not good for each other. And we don't want that to be a part of Landon's life that that he grows up seeing, you know, two two people who are not good for each other. So we have to end up having to find ourselves. Eventually, my father uh, was supportive of us. He said, you know what, Willie, you're doing what you have to do um, to, to become a father, whether it be with or without his mother. Uh, because regardless of the situation, I, we still have to be there for him. There's, there's no one day I'm a dad and one day I'm not. I have to be that father from every single day. And even if 
his mom isn't with me, I still have to be that role for him. Um, and that's one thing that my, that my dad stressed so much because usually raising a child is a two-person job and they do it together. And when, it, when you're unable to do it together, it does make it a little bit difficult. But at the same exact time, learning your, learning your patience, learning yourself, and having the support of the family, a family, and then get my faith in God because I pray every night that God gives me the strength to be the best father I can because I know I can't do it by myself. Um, so, so family and my faith, it's it's helped me a lot along the way that's so good so how do you you know make time for yourself if you're like going to school and you know you're really career driven at this point in your life and then you know the rest of your time is spent with land and do you kind of like take some time for self-care I know as women we talk about that a whole lot and I don't know um, if guys really do that, you know what I'm saying? So how do you mm-hmm. do it or do you even do it? Is it a thing for you? Um, at first, it wasn't a thing for me. I didn't know what self-care was. I didn't know how to take care of myself. I just, before, I would just go with the flow. You know, sometimes it's difficult to find time for yourself, especially with a newborn child. But one thing that I realized that I really enjoyed doing is writing. For the times that I don't have Lana or Lana to this mom, or um, throughout the week when I'm home by myself, I, I tend to write a lot. I like to write poetry, so I'll write down my feelings in a poem and, and my thoughts, and, and that's how I soothe myself. That's my, my personal time. Um, things that I like to write will be more like, a, uh, like poetry that I would, I would recite at my church, or poetry that was just, you know, that you express my feeling at that time. Some days I may feel up, some days I may down, maybe down. Um, I write a lot about my son as well. And it's just, that's the biggest thing that you, I do for, my, for myself. Um, and then I could do a lot of uh, reading as well. So I like to read a lot of motivational books and go to like motivational seminars and things like that for my, uh, for my personal time. Um, so anytime my family is always number one as well. So whenever I able to spend time with my parents or my siblings or aunties, uncles, cousins, I'll, I'll still do that as well. Wow, that's really good. Um, especially coming from like a guy because like I said, most of the times they don't really just take time out for themselves and they're just so focused on their careers, I think, especially at your age, you know. Any tips that you have for any dads or just guys your age or just in general who may be in a similar situation that you have to kind of encourage them to get through that? And to know that, you know, it's going to be okay and they have to be the best father that they can be for their child, regardless of the situation between them and the mother. The first thing I would say is try to establish um, the faith, establish faith, because as I, as I said myself, being a father is not going to be easy. Some days you want to pick up the phone and call your mom or your dad, but they may be super, may, may be unable to answer at that time. But the same is that token, God answers every single message, every single day, as soon as you call on him. So the first thing I always say is establish your faith in God and, and know that he will give you the strength to become the best person, the best father you can for yourself as well as for your child. Whether, um, and at the same time, like token, it's just you have to pace yourself. Um, I noticed as, as these months went by when Lennon was born, you know, I'm more of a fast-paced individual. I work in a fast-paced environment. So... I tend to just move at a, at a fast pace. And I noticed 
that when I move at a fast pace, I feel like I leave bits and pieces out. I forget to do things, or I may be I may rush myself so much that I I tire myself out too fast. So the thing I know is that I have to, I have to pace myself. Let yourself know, you know what, Willie, or you know what, this is. I know I have a lot to do today, but I have to realize that I cannot do it all at one time. When as men, we want to get everything done like as quick as possible, get it done, get it done, get it done. But we don't really, we don't realize, you know, steps that it takes to do it at the best efficiency possible. Sometimes you want to just rush and go into it. And, and especially with having a child, we can't rush to having a child. A child will slow us down definitely, um, especially because we have to realize what we have to do for that child. So one also tip I'll give you, give any man out there, is learn yourself and learn your child and be there for your child. Because a, a, a child growing up without a father is one of the hardest things in the world for, for a child to, to ever understand. I've seen so many fatherless, I have friends that, are, that don't have their fathers in their lives, and I've seen how much it hurt them and how much it, it affected them. And I always promised myself, well, if I ever had a child and his mother and I were not together, I would always step up and be that man. And it's, it's different from being a man slash dad and being a father. Is to realize the difference at the same exact time. A man slash dad is just someone who says, "Okay, um, I saw my son or I saw my daughter. Um, I gave her some. I gave his mom some diapers and I called a day. You know, I'm going about my day. Let's focus on my career and that is it only. Once I get my career, then I worry about my child. Becoming a father, being a father in your child's life is more of, okay, I have to worry about my child. I have to do." Um, my career. I have to worry about myself all at the same exact time. There's no, I'm a father one day, there's no, I'm a father today and not tomorrow. You know, you, have, you always have to keep him in the back of your mind, keep her in the back of your mind. Because your child is going to one day look at you and say, hey dad, you know, how come you weren't there? Or hey dad, I'm thank you for being there. You know, give, give your child that strength and that motivation and and if, if you always, if you need help with, with, you know, raising your child, reach out to someone else as well who may have had a child or maybe in a similar issue, situation as them. And maybe they can help you, uh, help you along the way, but never give up or never get to a point where you feel like you can't do it. Because regardless, you can't. God puts anything in our lives to, to ensure that we can do it. He will never give us anything that we cannot bear. And with God giving me a gift, a blessing, a miracle such as a child, one of the biggest blessings that anyone could ever have in this world. And being a father as well as one of the biggest gifts and one of the biggest things you can have for a child. And I, and I believe it's just, number one, again, especially that faith in God, and he, he will bring you, he'll bring you through every single time. Yes, for sure. That's really good. Um, I don't know if you kind of have the thought behind this, but I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, why do you think uh, like a lot of the guys, especially in their 20s, um, I'm in my 20s too, but I'm in my late 20s. So why, and I find this to be like really common, the guys, you know, they have the kids and then they think it's okay to just contribute financially. They don't really understand the importance of being physically present. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um, I wonder, especially in this new generation, um, it's a lot of times it's a, we as, uh, especially as men, as a young, young man in early 20s as myself, um, sometimes some, some guys may think, you know, I'm young myself. I don't know how to raise a child. 
I can't do this, right? I have I have the money and the finances to do so, but I don't know what it is to be a, a father. I don't know what it is to be a dad. And sometimes they, they they sometimes these men who have children haven't had their fathers in their lives either. So they never had that role model to teach them, to show them, to guide them as a father would guide them. So I wonder if that is an aspect that may play along with it as well. Um, and again, sometimes financially, you know, being there for your child, some some men may think that that's enough, even though even though it's not. But then again, I've also realized that at the same token, some of them have not had their parents in their lives as well, or their fathers in their lives as well. Yeah, but then I wonder, even with the ones that did grow up in two parent homes and they still do that. Like, I wonder where that actually comes from. And maybe, like, their parents were married, but their father wasn't actually present, so they tend to do the same thing, I guess. I don't know. I just wonder. And sometimes, I think that that could be a good point as well. Sometimes it's a fear. It's a fear. A lot of times, you know, the father may be bitter. The father, the, the, the father child may be bitter. No, I'm not with my with my son's mom anymore, and I'm bitter because I can't be there, and they they don't really know what they can do as a dad. Um, sometimes they they may think I'm not fit to be a father. I'm too young. I I, I don't know how am I supposed to be a father at this age. Sometimes a man may think this isn't my role. I'm not supposed to be a father. I was never meant to be a father. Because sometimes I notice a lot of men are out here just trying to be themselves and 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 I guess any other terms they try to you know do themselves by the time the aspect when this child is put into the play everything has to change you know a lot of times with men especially we, we are so accustomed to the same exact routine we're not accustomed to change we don't want to change ourselves and fit something else into our schedule some men don't want to you know be there for someone else or care for someone else besides themselves and that is that is a mindset that a lot of people do have i know when i was younger i had the selfish mindset as well you know i was always looking out for myself and everyone else came second but when, once you once i became a father i really had to put all those things aside as the same as a token it could be a pride thing you know um especially with my family my parents always told me before i had a child i had to be married it was one of the biggest things in our family um, that we had to be married in order to have a child. And when when Lena was born, my, my parents knew that his mother and I was not married. It was a little bit of a disappointment. And but throughout the process, I still had to realize that even though I don't know how to be a father at that time, I still had to become a father. Because a, a child cannot raise himself. And it was a big fear of mine at first. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this financially? I'm still going to school. How am I going to do this? You know, and the issue that lied there was I just had to do it. I had to put my big boy pants on and say, you know what? I laid down and I had a child. I need to stand up, be a man for that child, regardless. And sometimes some men fear that they're unable to, to be that man for that child. Yes, totally. I um I do believe that. And there I think maybe like you said, it's a fear and then they're afraid to like ask for help because they don't want anybody to know that I guess they don't know what they're doing or they need help. I, I don't know. I just still right, exactly kinda wonder. But yeah, I mean, at your age twenty two, 
Like I had just had my daughter as well. Actually, I think I had her at 21, but I later turned 22. And so for you to sit up here and say all of this, I believe that you have a lot of wisdom. Um, and, you know, your dad, Thank you. yes, he did a really great job, you know, teaching you values and instilling them in you. So kudos to him. And I just want to say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, you're doing a great job if nobody has told you lately, you know, and continue to press on and like help these other guys out because they, they need to hear this. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. And I'm always looking forward to, you know, bring another man up because a lot, I see a lot of times it's the men bring another man down and it's time for us to bring each other up, especially Absolutely. those who are in the being a single father, those who are not fathers at the same exact time, those who are about to become a father. We still have to be there for each other at the same at the same exact time. Yeah, and especially um, men of color, you know, it's so hard um, to be out here, number one, but then to be out here um, as a either a single father or just a father in general, you know, it's it could be really tough. It can be, you know. I've I've, I've noticed so many times, you know, people will come up to me and says, "You're a dad. You're a dad." And they can't believe their eyes that I'm actually a father to my child. And I, and I start to look at, I start to look at it, you know, at a different angle. Why is it like this? You know, why are so many people out here who are afraid to be a dad, who are afraid to take that role? You know, and to those who are afraid to, to take that role, I just want to encourage them to say, you know, that is one of the best things you ever do. One of the best things you ever do is, is be that father for your child. And, you know, at the same time, like you stated, it is hard to be a dad in this, in this time and era because a lot of times just being a parent is, is a lot, you know, especially being young. But, you know, still going to school, trying to find out, about, find out find who ourselves are, trying mm-hmm. to go into our career, having a child in the middle of that, it's, it's a lot. It you is. know, but at the same time, it teaches you discipline. It teaches discipline. It teaches strength. You know, teaches... Um, dignity, integrity, it's a lot of things at the same exact time. And I think learning how to manage your time is one of the biggest things because like you said, you know, you're trying to go to school, so you have to figure out when can you study, you know, when can you get these assignments done? And you have a baby. Um, I actually had a baby too when I was finishing up college. I actually um, took a year off because I was really ashamed and I don't know <laughs> if guys care as much as women do and even though like there were so many girls in college who had had their babies before me but I was just one of those girls who were like so embarrassed to be pregnant in college so I took the year off had my baby and then I went back to finish up but when I went back it was so hard because I had to like you said figure out Okay, how am I going to study? But then also I was working a full-time job. Actually, Mm -hmm. I had a full-time job and a part-time job, and I was going back to school, but I was only going back to school part-time, so I had two classes. But it was like, I think it was physics and um, microbiology because my major was biology. And so, yeah, I just remember going through that, and I had no clue how I was going to finish those classes because, like, I couldn't put my all into studying because I was working so much trying to provide for my daughter, you know? Right. Right. I just want to say that I, I totally understand. And, you know, I think, again, guys have trouble managing time, too. It's like they want to still, you know, hang out with their friends and do what they need to do, plus work on their career or finish up mm-hmm. school, whatever they have to do. Like, they don't take the time to say, well, I have to sacrifice this for my child and make sure that I'm being right. the dad that I can be. 
um and it's more i don't know sometimes i I think it's kind of selfish but maybe it's just because they don't really think about it like we do so yeah i think that that plays a part into it because you know the woman's mind thinks a little bit more deeper into things a man's mind is more more black and white as I, i i think it's more black and white either we can or we can't you know but like you said the the biggest aspect is sacrifice you have to sacrifice so much for your child um, I understand the same aspect of, having, of going to school and working two jobs at the same exact time because I was I was going to school, I graduated college, I was working at a college at the same exact time, as well as working at a gym part-time. So I understand the same token like you were saying, you know, the struggle of trying to do what you can to provide for yourself and your child, you know, versus the bills that you have um, at home, your regular rent, and then you got to think about diapers, formula, um, Anything you're you trying to need for like skincare, debt, uh, hospital appointments, and then making sure that you can be that parent for each other all at the same time. It's, yes. a, it's a full plate and a half. It's a full plate and a half, but it's still it's definitely doable. It's definitely doable. Yeah, especially again as like a young parent, it's like super hard. But you know, I'm here now, and so like I said, you definitely can do it, and it'll it'll get better, especially like once you finish um, nursing school, you know, it things will get a whole lot better. But it's just the whole process of getting there, you know, just understanding that it's gonna be challenging, you know, and it's gonna require mm-hmm. sacrifices, like we said. But you know, you get through it. And then you go on to tell exactly. other people how you did it. And then, you know, you inspire them and you motivate them to continue to push forward. Yes, yes. And that's that's one of the biggest things that I've had on my side is as a motivator. You know, again, my father is a great motivator for me at the same exact time. You know, he's been there every step of the way. Since Lennon was born, he was at the hospital every single day. <laughs> um, we were there before Lennon was born and as he was born. Um, and just having him there in my corner was one of the one of the strongest things, and I appreciate him so much for that. As my mom was there as well, but seeing being a dad, looking at my dad, how he was a father, knowing how I was as a child, you know, all the stripes and things that I gave to my dad, I'm just so thankful that he was able to be there for me throughout my process. And then again, just being able to, like you said, sacrifice. Every single day is a sacrifice. You have to sacrifice. Um, going out with your friends to be there for your child. You have to sacrifice, you know, going out, partying, parlaying, and being a parent. You know, we have to grow up and mature a little bit faster than most at our age, but it's all for the better good. Yeah, I always tell people that, um, like, having a child young forces you to grow up. Like, if you didn't think you were grown prior to being either pregnant or having a child or like being a father or whatever, like it forces you. And if it doesn't, like, I think there's a problem. Yes. Yes. Cause being a, being a parent is not an easy job whatsoever. You have to um, set an example for yourself to or set an example of yourself for your child. And then again, you, I, I can't fathom the thought of being a parent, being a father and still doing the things that I did when I was not a father. I cannot imagine myself going out and trying to hang out with my friends all and all until like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning when I have a child that I have to take care of at the end of the day. I can't imagine doing those things now. You know, 
now it's like my fun time is hanging out with Landon and you know taking taking him on a on a stroll down the street or you know to the beach. That's my my idea of a good time. Whereas before my idea of a good time was you know hanging out with a couple of friends, watching the Super Bowl, or you know just hanging out. But I kind of realized that you know the maturity aspect, the growing up aspect, is one of the biggest things because. Like, like you said, having a child will force you to grow up because as a parent, you can't just get up and leave whenever you want to because you have to watch out for your child at the same exact time. Um, and that's, that's one thing that some parents I, I've noticed have a hard time doing is still trying to mature and grow up. But eventually it, it, it'll come for some. Um, but it's easier when it comes faster than others. And just learning how to become a parent um, and being patient and, and learning yourself and then learning your child at the same exact time is, is also one thing that we, we as parents have to establish. For sure, definitely. Well, Willie, those are all of my questions. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, no, ma'am, thank you. But I do want to uh, thank you for having me on. Um, allow me time to, to speak with you about um, how it is for me to, as a single father to, to, to be there for our child. And, you know, if anyone ever wanted to, to, to reach out and, and, and speak to you on that aspect, I highly encourage that because you seem like you will be an amazing person to reach out to for guidance and for encouragement as well. And I really appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, point them my way. And I'll do the same. Like, if I ever come across any guys, you know, that need some guidance or you know motivation inspiration just whatever I'll definitely send them your way so thanks again for you know coming and chat with me I really appreciate you taking your time out to do this not a problem not a problem all right so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I told y'all for him to be so young he has a lot of wisdom and knowledge If you enjoyed this episode, definitely be sure to leave a review. And if you haven't already rated the podcast, go ahead and do that as well. And share with another mom friend, family member, any guys that you know that may be out there in their early 20s or even mid 20s. Like, I really think a bunch of people can benefit from this. So definitely share and you can connect with me over on Instagram at Single Black Motherhood. I'm on Facebook at Single Black Motherhood. Website, singleblackmotherhood.com. And please, y'all, don't forget to take that survey in the show notes. It won't even take you five minutes. Thank you so much in advance. Again, I really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to listen. Until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye.